Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is about karma and reincarnation. I get into a little little rant at the end, but I try and stick to the topic. Try to stick to the subject. Um, you don't have to agree. That's okay. But I hope you enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy, a mere man with strange thoughts, strange realizations. This episode is about karma and reincarnation. It's loosely based off that. I don't have any like thing formatted or anything like that. I'm just going to kind of go off the dome. But uh, in my perspectives, uh, both are real. Um, now, science and atheists, they'll tell you otherwise. And I'm not trying to, you know, blanket statement for all atheists. I know every everybody's kind of got a different perspective on things. And I don't want to sound like I'm picking on the atheists. But, uh, you know, you're... Your typical science-minded uh, atheist uh, would totally disagree. We live and we die, and that's it. Um, and everything's a, just kind of a random chance, and it just all just kind of fell together, and this this way just randomly. Um, which I just I don't I don't buy into that. Um, so I don't think anything's random. I don't I don't believe. At, you know, at least with things that are important or things that, you know, have significant changes in our life or cause significant changes. Um, I, I do think that uh, with every significant change or trauma, there's there's an opportunity uh, left behind. Um, is, is, is strange as that may sound, you know, some of the hardest life uh uh, experiences turned into the most valuable life lessons for me, um, which is why, you know, the New Age community with the blissed out yoga goddesses and all that weird stuff just never really made a lot of sense to me. You know, I just always saw it as, as, as an act or as a, a facade, you know. Uh, first of all, uh, you're not a fucking goddess, um, and you're just kind of coming across as a narcissist with that that type of uh, perspective. We are we are mortals, and we are here to learn and grow, not because we are gods in the flesh. Um, we are all going to die. We are all going to have to face our mortality. And uh, for those that believe otherwise... You have been severely deceived, and um, you're severely mistaken. So, when I look at things like, you know, these negative life experiences, you know, equating to positive life lessons, um, you know, even 
when you go to the gym, your, your muscles are experiencing trauma and that's what enables them to grow and to get stronger and healthier. And, you know, we sweat out our toxins and, um, you know, a lot of times that type of stuff is uncomfortable, but we experience great rewards from that type of stuff. And I think that that's just kind of an overall pattern with humanity in general it's like uh, a lot you look at a lot of like self-made millionaires or or business owners or um you know a lot of people that escaped from from really bad situations that are now um a lot more successful not necessarily monetarily but just you know overall in life um you know, it was the traumas and the hardships that taught them valuable lessons or made them stronger or able to endure a lot of what's being thrown at us. Um, well, what does this have to do with karma and reincarnation? Uh, I mean, it's just kind of like knowing that nature has a process and a lot of us like to ignore that process and and that causes suffering either emotionally mentally or even physically at times but um you know we are a uh, subject to nature this is you know we're subject to our surroundings a lot of times we do have a lot of of power over our surroundings, but that comes from uh, taking power over the self, which is a, you know, it's, we're a, a speaking, you know, almost like a primate, but we're just like this, you know, creature that kind of like fumbles around and makes all these mistakes and stuff. And we're, we're subject to our own desires a lot of times, or our cravings and our aversions. And, you know, once you start taking power over your cravings, your desires, your aversions, over your five senses, you start learning discipline and things of that nature, you start to take control of the self. And it's at that point you start to realize your true power as a human. Um, and in some ways... We are, uh, we are seemingly powerless uh, to our external, you know, situations and surroundings. But um, I believe that there's a lot of people out there that even in situations when bombs are going off around them and they're faced with sudden death, that um, there's there's a uh, a huge peace that, that washes over them. I mean, I've been in a lot of near-death experiences, and that does seem to be the overarching theme, is at the point where I realize, oh, shit, I'm going to die, is kind of when I, I get the most peace ever, even. So um, the whole... Um, the whole concept of reincarnation for me is it's kind of like I'm unsure of it. Um, how do I feel about it? I feel as though it, there's a great possibility that I've been here before, not just once before, but a multitude of times. 
Um, could that be um, genetic memory from ancestors? Sure, it, it could be. As I said, I am not positive in reincarnation. I just kind of believe that we are eternal beings. Uh, you know, we're, we're spirits in the flesh. And um, that if we are eternal, we've, we've had a lot more experiences than, the, than just this lifetime. Um, and, uh, you know, I just kind of attribute, you know, where I'm at looking at it like, well, if, if I've been reincarnated and why do I believe in reincarnation, um, just based off of, you know, people in my life, specific connections that just kind of spawn out of nowhere, um, people that will appear in my life that I have instantaneous detest for, like right off the bat, just looking at them. Uh, is that just a, you know, an, an intuitive, you know, circumstance? Is that just my internal knowing of this person? Or have I crossed paths with this specific spirit before? I don't know. Uh... But most of the time when I get those feelings, they're correct. Uh, and, you know, I look at a lot of like the other people around me and how baffled by their own thought process and reactions to their surroundings that they are. And I just, just this endless pit of ignorance a lot of these people carry and just this inability to use common sense critical thinking and and understand psychology or psychological warfare and it's almost as if these are new spirits that they learn nothing from their possible eternal nature uh if i was to make a bet if I was to place a bet, if I had a million dollars to bet, I would bet that I am an eternal being, that um, a lot of us are eternal beings, and that we were reincarnated. Do I know for sure? No, I do not, but that would be my bet. Um, and watching these new spirits, um, as it were, I just... I can present specific people with, you know, just countless amounts of information, situations that really happened, um, you know, pictures, videos, and these people will still cling to their belief systems. Uh, I can show them psychological tests done by science. I can show them all kinds of stuff. And they just will not come down from their hills of ignorance. And uh, I don't know, man. It just, it to me, that kind of just translates as just kind of like a new soul, a new spirit that, you know, and, and granted, we all have our process. You know, I look at who I was 20 years ago. I look at who I was 10 years ago and I was well on the path, but. But 20 years ago, I, I think 
40-year-old me dealing with with uh, 20-year-old me or 44-year-old me dealing with 24-year-old me would have I would have been a really frustrated individual in my 40s dealing with this young 24-year-old because I was a totally different person. I would have fell for some of these psychological tricks. I had a lot of experience with uh you know so, you know psychological warfare at that point because of how I grew up and you know being in jail for such a long time I knew about the criminal mind and psychological warfare and and kind of pattern recognition but I really honed that in over the last I want to say 11 years um I've I've really really become very proficient at reading human behavior, posturing, facial recognition, uh, response to stimuli, and again, like I said, you know, just patterns in nature, and, and you know, basically coming to a most probable outcome depending on the situation with people um, and just being that a lot of people in my life have asked me for advice on specific situations or what would you do or what should I do or what do you think is going to happen. Normally what I'll do in those specific situations is I'll give somebody, you know, anywhere from three to five outcomes, probable outcomes. And a lot of times a lot of those outcomes, there can be multiple of these situational things that I describe to people that will actually happen. And I will usually say that too, like a few of these things can happen, but this is probably what's going to happen. If you continue to do it this way, one of these three things is going to happen. And um, if I was you, I would try it this way, this way, or this way. Um, and being that a lot of times, um, I would say at least half, if not more than half, people won't take my advice and they will experience the losses or the negative aspects of the situations that um, I describe to them. They will experience that. And... Um, it's not that I just think I'm just, oh, I'm holier than thou or I'm so psychic or anything because that's not what it is. It's me paying attention to my surroundings, me paying attention to human behavior based off external stimuli or based off specific situations and the most common reaction or response to these situations or what the most common outcome will be. And um, I used to have a hard time learning from my mistakes. Eventually, I started learning from my mistakes. But they say a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. And uh, it's kind of gotten to that point in my life. Now, that's not to say I don't make mistakes because I still do. I'm human. I'm flesh and bone. But um, when I approach specific situations or I want to learn something new, what I do is is I reflect back on my life experiences with other people and what they did in those situations. 
and how their outcome, you know, was fostered. And, and then I apply that to my own life or I'll jump on YouTube and look at videos or, you know, just, I just use critical thinking because I don't want to make the same errors as others or, or errors that I used to make. Um, and dealing with a lot of what I perceive as new souls, these people will continue to the day that they die down this path and their whole life, they'll say the same thing. How did this all happen? Or I just don't understand. Or I'm a victim. Or this person is a monster. I'm oppressed. Or whatever it is. Because they don't learn from their mistakes or the mistakes of others. And um, and that's their choice. And, and, and that's their life. And the patterns that they've chosen or the vibration that they've chosen to uh, continue, you know. And so, and in my own, you know, possible ignorance, I uh, try to make sense of it by saying, oh, well, these guys are new, new spirits, which they may be. I don't know. That's just my interpretation. And I'm also open to uh, other interpretations. Um, I, I usually won't die on every hill that I stand on. Uh, there's some things that I won't back down from, uh, and there's other things that uh, I uh, I know that that you know, even in my mid forties and for the rest of my life, this is a, a this is a learning process, and um, you know that I'm here to evolve, to create, to try and heal not only myself, my life, but to heal my lineage, you know, my, my ancestors, and. and um, find a way to end, whether it was alcoholism, abuse, uh, lack of spiritual growth, or um, lack of self-awareness, or whatever it was, I'm here to grow as a spirit tra trapped in flesh and bone, so that when I leave this dimension or realm or whatever it is, I'm prepared for the spirit world or for the next level, whatever that may be. Uh, because something tells me that I won't have to come back to this planet again. And um, do I know if that's uh, for sure? No, I do not. I, I may have to come back here. Maybe I didn't learn a freaking thing in the, in the eyes of the creator of all things. I don't know. Uh, again, but then that just kind of goes into karma, you know. People are like, well, well, you know, karma can't be real because, you know, you got these politicians or these criminals. They're doing all this horrible stuff and nothing bad ever happens to them. They just keep getting rewarded. Well, you have to take a look at nature and look at the process of nature. Nature has a slow process. It doesn't just it doesn't happen instantly usually, 
you know nothing in nature is usually instantaneous um, you know maybe a hunt or a fight between animals or whatever but if you're looking at like plant life or you know I would think even natural disasters I would think there's probably specific signs from the environment uh, maybe even weeks or months in advance of these specific um, disasters that uh, people just don't pay attention to or that we don't know about but that are there uh, which is why a lot of the animals know in advance um, dogs start acting weird hours before or days before earthquakes you know because there's something in nature that these creatures are in touch with that we have lost throughout our um you know our experiences and lifetimes throughout the ages and um so there is there's a process to nature and when you look at you know these evil politicians or serial killers or whatever or whoever it is and you're like well how come they don't you know experience karma uh they will um you know i think that we all of our life's experiences are relative i don't know you know a lot of these serial killers they grow up in horrific households in very horrifying ways a lot of them experience massive amounts of physical and sexual abuse and, um, you know, I don't know what the balance of karma is between them and nature or them and the creator of all things. I don't know what levels of forgiveness they're um, granted before it gets to a point where it's just like, all right, this guy is a piece of shit and he will come back as a leper or come back as a factory-farmed animal for multiple lifetimes. I'm under the impression that karma is based off of, of, of lives. And, you know, if you're going around and you're starting wars all over the planet or you're torturing people or animals or, or whatever negative energy or vibrations you're putting out, you will, for lifetimes, for each lifetime that you've destroyed, you will come back and relive a lifetime. Uh, probably not in a very cozy, comfortable way. Do I know if that's for sure? No, I do not. That's just kind of my speculation. Uh, but I believe that with a lot of these really wealthy monsters that people don't think are seeing or receiving their karma, that that these guys are allowed as much leeway as they want to hang themselves. So, you know, you start out hurting animals. Um, clearly the animals don't like it. Uh, then you start out killing and torturing animals. Then you start torturing humans, and you know, and and the effects are there. And 
it's not only that life that's uh, affected. A lot of these people have loved ones. They have spouses or family members or siblings. And when you do these horrible things, you're sending these ripples out into your surroundings. These vibrations out into your surroundings. And that's why I believe in a lot of religious texts. It says, you know, when you're doing specific things that are, are negative, it's going to come back tenfold. And this kind of gives me some clarity on why that may be. You know, you can't go around harming people and doing really bad stuff to people and just expect to get away with it. It just, I don't, I don't see it working that way. I see it as uh, there's always a repercussion. There's always a reaction for your actions. And um, I, I believe karmically in the spirit world, um, or wherever we go after this lifetime in the 3D, um, we will, if we did not experience karma in this plane of existence, we will most certainly see it in the next one. And um, we will see it tenfold or more. You know, I mean, what do you think the karma of Hitler is going to be? You know, I don't know. I could, would not want to deal with that. But, hey, I'm not the, the dealer of karma or reincarnation. So, you know, was, I think a lot of times, even in reincarnation, uh, a lot of these people, you know, have just lived multiple lifetimes of evil and they just have not learned from those lifetimes for some reason and you know I just think that there's this massive amount of lessons that are put out before us as third dimensional beings as human beings and we're given opportunities to learn so that we can upgrade. And a lot of us just don't want to learn. And I believe, you know, as I spoke about people earlier, that just they just live a lifetime of piss-poor choices and, and, and failures and this and that and blaming others around them. You know, when you... That's just going to transfer to everything in your life from work to relationships to how you treat yourself. Um, and it's unfortunate, you know. As I said, I've, I've tried to uh, share specific information with a lot of people around me that have asked for my advice or or didn't ask for my advice that I just was like I had enough and I was just like hey man check it out this is what's going to happen if you keep doing this and uh, a lot of people be like yeah you're right but they'll go and they'll do it anyways and a lot of people they're just really resistant to it and I found that the older I've gotten and the more insight and wisdom that I've acquired and shared out of love, not out of selfishness, 
the more spot on that information is. Now, again, I don't know if I'm right. Again, I feel like a lot of things are relative to man. I think specific deeds and specific acts are evil and good. But I, I also believe that we're dealing with six, seven billion perspectives, six, seven billion lifetimes, you know, currently on this planet or plane or whatever. And that we all have uh, various life experiences and karmic levels of karma that that are, are are that are being dealt to us in specific ways. Um, what I do believe is I, I I do believe that after 2012, in the last eight years, I have noticed uh, a lot of uh, instant karma. I mean, we see instant karma videos. I see it. On, in life, on the streets, uh, experiencing in my own life. And uh, these were things that I used to not notice before. Now, did my awareness peak or whatever? Or did, did, karma, did, did karma start having a fast track with mankind? I, I kind of believe it could be a little bit of both, but I also believe that karma started taking a fast track and that people were given the ability to witness instant karma so that they know that it's real and that every action has a reaction. Um, again, this, this is a topic that, you know, I'm unsure if I'm correct on, uh, I'm flexible on it. Uh, I just have a feeling that karma is real and that reincarnation is real and that this isn't my first journey on this rock, you know? And, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, things around me at all times that, that would indicate that. Um, anyways, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Jeremy Lipsy Tattoo uh, or Esoteric Gladiator or Jeremy Lipsy on Facebook. I'm on Twitter as well. I don't really get on there much. I don't, you know, I just kind of started noticing recently on my Instagram. I feel like I'm being shadow banned. I don't even have like a ton of followers. I think I got like 3000 followers, but I just am noticing in the last couple of weeks, like barely anyone's liking anything that I post. And granted, I haven't been posting as much. I just kind of, I kind of took a little bit of a break because, you know, again, like I, like I said, you know, there's a lot of hills on this planet and, and I don't usually speak you know, have a lot of hills that I'll die on. And, you know, I'm just kind of feeling that a lot of things that people see as the resistance or whatever, these are psyops. And, um, you know, whether it's QAnon or BLM or whatever it is, I feel like these are all psyopses. And, uh, 
you know, I feel like a lot of these organizations, they want the same things. They just have different ways of going about it. And, you know, like, I don't really think a large portion of our society is racist. I don't believe that. I think systemically, sure, you know, but I don't even think a large portion of the system is as racist as it used to be. Um, I think, you know, most people just, you know, they just kind of want to get on with their lives. And, um, you know, uh, so... I don't know. And then the whole Q movement, you know, like, yeah, that sounds like a great outcome. We're going to arrest all these satanic pedophiles. But it's like, you know, I'd love to see that happen because nobody's been talking about satanic pedophilia longer than me. I mean, outside of people like Jordan Maxwell and, you know, freaking. Um, uh, what's his name? Wrote Behold a Pale Horse and. You know, Freeman and, and, you know, a lot, there, there has been a lot of people that have been talking about it, but, you know, I mean, I've known about it for over 15, 20 years and, you know, I've openly talked about it on Facebook and, you know, nobody wants to see that happen, you know, more than me, but at the same time, I just, when things seem too good to be true, they usually are and, um, you know, as much as I can look at how I feel about most presidents and how I feel about the current one who I'm not as triggered by as I have been by other presidents and who I don't feel is as bad as other presidents. I'm not going to vote for the guy, you know, because at the end of the day, he is part of the Masonic order. Um, he is part of the occult. There's a lot of occult symbolism that's gone on throughout his career and uh, though I like him more than other presidents, I do not trust him. And I don't trust the Q movement. Uh, I want to because I feel like that would be the most amazing outcome. But at the same time, I just kind of feel like man has got themselves into a position that they can no longer get themselves out of. And we're sitting here, we're putting all this faith in men. We're giving all our power... To all these people, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, you know, this person, that person. And they're they're going to let us down again because they're men and they're humans. And, you know, we, you know, we're, we're just the lower caste. And when you look at the way we act, it's not surprising that they treat us that way. I would never treat people that way, but I can see... Why others in their positions would. Because we act like fucking idiots a lot of times. Which is, it's sad, but that's just the way that it goes. Um, so I haven't been posting a lot because, you know, I have my own personal feelings on both the right and left wing, on the jackass and the elephant. But at the same time, like I said... I think there's a lot of psyops going on out there. I think that there's an ultimate plan that has, you know, and granted, I think there's a multitude of secret societies that may possibly be battling it out right now and that may not have the same agendas. Um, and when I look at them, I look at them as evil because 
you know, keeping secrets a lot of times, unless it's just, you know, preserve something positive, I think it's dark, you know? Um, but evil has no allegiance, least of all to itself. So, I mean, it would be natural to watch evil secret societies battling it out with, with, with themselves in the end, because who do they have allegiance to? They're evil, right? Anyways... You can follow me on social media under Jeremy Lipsey. I don't know if there's any other Jeremy Lipsies out there. Pretty much on any platform. And, um, you know, if anybody wants me to try and do a podcast on any specific topics or anybody feels like they have something to contribute to this podcast in a positive manner, um, I'm more than willing to consider getting you on, on my, my, my show. And, um, and having a discussion with you and letting you get your information out there. Um, I'm very grateful to all the people that listen. Um, and it seems like my podcast has been picking up steam, which I'm grateful for. I have a lot more people listening to my podcast, a lot more followers. And I'm just kind of hoping that um, I can I can keep that ball rolling. And uh, thank you guys. I really appreciate you. Uh, meditate, pray. Do kind things for the world around you. Challenge yourself. These are things that will make you a stronger, better, more disciplined person. Thank you, guys. Love, healing, and truth.